Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. My name is Jack Minokes. I'm host, hosted today by my co-host Brian Hines. We have a very special guest. I would usually introduce you at this point, but I'm going to let you do it just because I don't feel like I'm going to get it exactly the way that you want it done. I don't know why everybody says that. Um, you could have given me an introduction. It definitely wouldn't have been a problem, but I will do it myself. So my name is Luke Curtis, certified Luke Curtis, which a lot of people seem to have a problem with, especially around OVW, which I really don't understand because it's so easy to understand what makes me certified. Every aspect of my life I've succeeded in. I mean, I've bet every woman I've ever wanted to be with. My financial portfolio is money. And in professional wrestling, I've won every championship I ever competed for. So I don't really understand why people have a problem with me being called certified. But just so you all know, my name is Certified Luke Curtis. That's right. We are joined today by Certified Luke Curtis on the Ohio Valley Wrestling Podcast. Uh, You are from Southern Florida. Yes, I am from Miami, Florida, 305 till I die, born and raised. Um, I'm a beach baby. Yeah, man, that's why my hair is blonde. It's all the sun? Kissed by the sun. Yeah. Um, Prior to professional wrestling, you had a little bit of background in amateur? Yeah, I I wrestled a a lot growing up. uh, My mom put me in wrestling when I was very young because I was getting in fights all the time in school, and, you know, I needed an outlet. She Mm -hmm. said I was an aggressive kid. So she put me in wrestling, took me down to the local YMCA, um, and I started wrestling when I was five years old. for a long time. Yeah, I wrestled um, almost all the way through high school. Um, was very good at amateur wrestling. Um, ended up falling into some, you know, bad habits in life, some drug problems, things like that. And it took me away from wrestling for, you know, many years. But here I am again, reborn, certified in the flesh. Certified in the flesh. You started your professional wrestling career in 2020? Oh, man, I am so bad with dates and times. But this is what I will say. October, the end of October, um, I'll be wrestling for three years. Okay. Um, I trained a year before that, before I ever really got in the ring. Um, I mean, I got in the ring and I trained, but before I ever had a match, I trained for a year. But I don't really consider that a part of my wrestling career. Um, in my opinion, you, you become a wrestler when you start making money. And when I started making money was, you know, two years and 340-something days or whatever it is, you know, so. You're almost there for the three-year mark. Yeah, Congratulations. Baby. Yep. I'm so, still a rookie. In professional wrestling, you're not a veteran until you're 10 years in. Really? Just so everybody knows. Hmm. If you can't consider yourself a professional until you started making money, it was only a short amount of time into your career before your paycheck started getting bigger and bigger and bigger when you became part of the faction and now the Overman. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had a lot of success since I've come to OVW and – that's because of Al Snow and, you know, um, Doug Basham. They really set me on the right track and, and really taught me what it, what, it, what it meant to make money in wrestling and how to make money in wrestling as to where before that, when I was on the independence, I was just aimlessly wandering along. And then, you know, I got involved with the faction and they were paying me good, but then that all fell apart. So, but I still get paid good because I'm certified. And, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you look at what happened on TV last week, like, you know, Shira's gone Jesse's gone. Um, they're with cash flow. So what really is the faction? The faction's gone. Now we're the Overmen. And I mean, I saw me in, in, in the ring laid there by myself and them standing over me like they had accomplished some great thing in life, you know, but it was just me. So, I mean, I don't know who's the real star. I, I think it's me. I, I think we're we'll talking see. to the real star. I think we are. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't think they would have gotten so excited to beat somebody up, you know, but the crowd was going crazy because apparently, you know. Uh, you mentioned that you learned a lot from Doug Basham and Al Snow, obviously. What are some of the things that you've learned from, like, some of these veterans that you've been able to be around, like EC3? Well, EC3 has been, um, like, instrumental for me in probably a short amount of time. Like, one of the shortest amount of times, he's, he's helped me the most. Um, you know, he just really is a, a true professional. You can tell, like, when guys have been to WWE and they've gotten that type of training, that type of experience. He approaches the business differently. He's able to talk to me differently than, like, I would even be able to talk to you or talk to even some wrestlers in the business because there's levels to this. You understand? Sure, it's like the and, mafia. Yes, and, and EC3 is on a different level. So, you know, he slowly helped bring me up to a level that's closer to him to where I'm able to be in rooms that he's in where I'm around different veterans in the business and I'm hearing wrestling talked about in a different way. And this is going to propel me into – you know, heights that I, I couldn't even imagine before because the experience and the knowledge of these guys and just them putting me in situations to succeed. Like this past weekend, I was at Exodus Pro where they just became a territory of NWA. And I worked Tom Latimer. He was a former TV champion for NWA. Mm -hmm. um, it was a good time for me to go out there and test my chops. And I think I really stepped up to the occasion. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot more opportunities that come from that. So I think the people were really able to see that, like, I'm almost positive it was the match of the night. I didn't watch anybody else's wrestling because, honestly, I'm not a fan of any other wrestlers. I, I think they all suck. So, you know, I definitely had the match of the night. And the fans know I had the match of the night. So at the end of the day, like, that's going to start paying off for me because people see that no matter who's in the ring with me, they shine. And well, that's a testament to what I do. Yeah, and you're totally right. The other night when I ran into you at that house show in Ohio, I didn't pay attention to any of the other matches. I heard that Certified Luke Curtis was there, and it's like, holy crap, he wasn't on the bill. And I went and watched your match, and then after that, you know, I didn't really care anymore. It was like, wow, that was it. Yeah, match I appreciate that. Thank you. I will give it to you. You are quite the wrestler. I, re I, really, I really do mean that. I really do mean that. But you're, that's not the only thing you can do. Over the past few weeks, you've been on the commentary booth a lot you are really really good at commentary oh oh thank <laughs> like, you like not to take away from what you do in the ring by any stretch of the imagination but like some people have it and some people don't you absolutely have it where did your gift of gab come from you know i think that the commentary thing is something that i'm really going to be um improving at uh, hopefully i get the opportunity to be on the desk more we have the nightmare com uh, cup coming up at ovw which is a tag team tournament yes. to decide number one contendership for me and Joe's tag team titles, you know, we are the OVW tag team champions, the Overmen, the best tag team that OVW has seen in years, years. I don't even know the tag team champions of the last 10 years, but I guarantee you that they don't look like me and Joe. They don't work like me and Joe. They don't talk like me and Joe. I can guarantee you that. So we're the best tag team champions that they've had in over a decade. This tournament, this tournament is to determine who faces us. And I want to be on commentary for the whole tournament, you know, so I can really, you know, great. get in these tag teams heads, let them know, let them see if they can handle what certified has to say. And at the end of the day, whoever ends up winning this tournament, maybe they do deserve an opportunity. They're not going to win, but maybe they deserve it. So I would say that, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm really hoping that I get the opportunity to be on commentary more because I'm, I'm learning as I get to do it, which is fun for me because I always like to learn. I like to improve. And the gift for Gab, I don't know. I, I don't even feel like I necessarily have the gift for Gab or whatever that is. But I don't know, listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. 45 seconds uninterrupted. I don't know about <laughs> if you don't have the gift for Gab. I, I think that 
I don't know, man. I just like to talk. I just have stuff to say. So I try to get it out as fast as I can, as much as I can. And um, I don't know. My brain is always working, always processing things. And I have a lot of thoughts, man. So if anybody gives me the opportunity to talk, if the opportunity for me to be on camera is there, I'm going to take advantage of it as much as possible. So. You're so it, you can't even give it away. <laughs> uh, as soon as you sat down and stepped step up to the mic, it, we were off to the races right there. So I think that's just a testament of... You know, yeah. Yeah. one of the things that it takes to be a, a really good wrestler is, you know, having skill, having the look and having the mic skills. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, here we are. You got all three. Ah, I appreciate that. And it's also a good environment. I think that's important to, you know, the flow of conversation and how I feel in, in certain situations. Like, you know, if, if you guys were, were um, bothering me, I'd probably be talking a completely different way. You know, mm -hmm. I'd be like in your ass over and over like. But because you guys set up a good atmosphere, because I had some 10-year-old Kentucky bourbon before I got on the microphone, <laughs> that, that I'm really enjoying hurts. this conversation. This is, you know, <laughs> nice way to open me up. You're a current tag team champion, but you have held singles championship gold in OVW before. You're a Rush Division champion? Yes. Uh, I was time? a four-time. Four-time. Yeah, so I'm a five-time champion of OVW in about a year and a half. I won the Rush Championship four times. I won the tag titles one time. The Rush division was 100% my division. I own that division. Until this day, um, everybody at OVW, all the fans, they probably synonymized the Rush, Rush division with certified Luke Curtis. Not with Cal Hero? Definitely not with not Cal with Hero. Adam, <laughs> not with Adam hey, Revolver, I, I, even? I, I love you, Cal, but you, you know that that's my division, baby. That title belongs to me. I took that title. I took it to Times Square. I took it to New York City. I got videos of fans coming up to me like I'm a big superstar because I am a big superstar. I put that championship on the map the same way that I would put the national championship on the map even more than Jesse Goddard's the same way I put the heavyweight championship on the map even more than Jack Vaughn and anybody at that company as a matter of fact that's why I went in Al's office that day and I told him that I should be the OVW heavyweight champion now it wasn't the time then but he made me the rush champion he's preparing me for bigger things and you're gonna see man watch when the time comes and I get that title I'm gonna know that I have earned it and I'm gonna take it to heights that has never been seen before you you've won it several times but at least one of those wins and one of those defenses, I might be wrong, was under a mask? Um, uh, one of the wins, yes. One of the wins? Uh, Venganza. Yeah, I lost my career um, at OVW. I was a part of the faction. Um, I had already lost the title once where the faction didn't come out and help me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesse Goddard. And then in my career match, um, nobody came out and helped me again. So I was out there by myself, as a group with six men, and nobody came out and helped me win the championship um, so, or even helped me keep my career. So, Jesse, Jesse I, I had a plan in works to put the career match off and retain my championship. But Jesse came out and spoke for me and made sure that I lost my career because he knew that I was coming up above him and I was shining more than him. All the fans know it at OVW. They know that I'm much better, much more talented. So he didn't want to see that happen. So he made sure that I lost my career at OVW. But I'm way too smart for that. So I put on a hood, I got the right paperwork, I came back under contract with a different manager, and I won the championship as Venganza. And then once again, Al Snow stripped me of that championship, which is fine. And yeah, man, you know, so that's what it is. I don't get, always get the best cards dealt to me at OVW, but I always make the best out of it. That is why, I, nobody in OVW, I, I don't even know, I'm not, I don't even know the math, but since I've been at OVW, nobody has been a champion more than me. And that's, that's all I can say. I've been a champion five times. 
and probably maybe somebody's been a champion twice in the amount of time that I've been there. Three times if they're lucky. Five times, bro. And not with Five as times. many different belts either. Yeah, and definitely not. And before you know it, um, I'll be moving on to, you know, the heavyweight championship. Or, you know, we'll see. Speaking of, I know that you probably have some words for Mahabali Shira and uh, Mr. Pectacular. But I want to know uh, what you have to say to your biggest rival. Um, what do you have to say to Gracie? ta Gracie. I'm sure she's going to be listening. For a little bit of context before we hop into that, because I actually had Gracie questions as well. Gracie is the little girl that kind of stole all of the hearts in the Netflix series Wrestlers. Yeah, so Gracie is, uh, you know, an OVW super fan. She's a little girl. She's a baby. And um, she's not certified. She says she's certified, but she's not certified. And, um, yeah, Gracie's awesome. I mean, they come every week, and they support us, but, you know... She's really up your ass when you're on commentary. You can yeah. hear her. Yeah, and and we have to, you know, rein Joe in most weeks because Joe, you know, he loves to argue with the children, apparently, as Josh so aptly pointed out on, on commentary. Joe wanna sit there and argue with the kids all show. So, you know, when we can get Joe focused on on commentary, he's killing it. But those kids, man, they are driving us up a wall. I think that um we're gonna have to do something about it. I think Joe's gonna have to choke slam a couple of those kids through tables. Skinny Joe Slack, as I like to call him. No, we can't uh, talk about Joe like that. Don't, don't tell him I said that. I don't want to get he'd beat the shit out of me. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Joe would crush you, bro. He'd, yeah, he'd beat me up Joe's unstoppable. with Brian. He'd beat me up with Brian. He'd pick Brian up and beat me up with him. I don't even know if Joe's ever been knocked down in OVW. I doubt it. I doubt yeah. it. Like a big uh, Canadian Redwood. Yes. Um, Full sack Joe Mack. The uh, JC wasn't kind of the only moment that you had on the wrestler series. If we can just... I know that you're kind of a tough ass, kind of a hard ass, but you are uh, engaged. Yes. We saw this play out in the wrestlers documentary. It was downtown Nashville, big OVW event, downtown Nashville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a uh, big moment for sure. And um, I'm very grateful to OVW for letting that happen. Very grateful to Al Snow for letting that happen in an OVW ring. Um, I feel like that's something that's not generally accepted in the business because, you know, people don't end up together. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen that before, you know, on TV. Yeah. But, um, you know. Uh, I think we saw it in the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Al, Al, let, um, Al let, let us have that opportunity to go out there and have that moment. And, and it was special because wrestling has done a lot for us as a couple. It's really brought us together more than we could have ever imagined because we were together before wrestling. And, um yeah, it's given us a second chance to be the stars that we always knew we were destined to be. So to be able to have the, share that moment together and share it with the wrestling world in a wrestling ring, I, uh, that's like magic for us, you know. And if you want to hear the other side of that proposal, it is in this very podcast feed in our interview with Miss Layla Gray. Check it out. Did you know, like, did you have that date circled? Was that a spontaneous decision? Like, did you know um, we're I, going to Nashville? It's happening here. I knew probably uh, two days before or three days before. Now, I already had the ring for a little bit, and I had other days that I was trying to do it on, but it didn't work out. I wanted to, Originally, I wanted to do it on the walking bridge at sunset between um, Louisville oh, and Indiana, but oh, it didn't wow. work out. So it ended up – the Nashville was like plan B. So it, that ended up being better. That was the perfect thing. Yeah. You know, it ended up it really being was, working out perfectly. But, yeah, no, I had been trying 
there was a couple other times I was going to try it, but for whatever reason, the, the logistics weren't just coming together. So Nashville it was. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the wheels turn, the stars align, and that's just yeah. how it goes. Patience patience is a virtue. What uh, What's up next for Certified Luke Curtis and the Overman? Oh, man. Um, well, like I said, we have the Nightmare Cup coming up. Joe Mack and I will be defending our championships against the winner of that. We will be successful in that act. Um, we will retain our OVW Tag Team Championships, and the Overmen will continue to regain its footing after Mahabali Shira um, making that huge mistake by leaving us. Um, and, and I'm really interested in what is next for the Overmen because now with Shira gone, with Jesse gone, with them with cash flow, what, what, what is their issue? You know, um, are they coming after EC3? Are they coming after me? Are they coming after Adam? I mean, um, we got to see what, what questions they, they, they have their own questions to be answered. They're not just out here with this huge divine plan. They're just, I feel like they're just going on the fly. And, and we're going to see if they're going to be able to handle the, the continuity of us as a group um, while they're just trying to, to come together now. So, I mean, First off, Joe and I have to work on retaining our championships. EC3 is the NWA National Championship, which holds major weight. So many people hold that title. And we're just going to have to see, see where we go. But um, I'm going to be hitting the road as much as possible. I love OVW, but I'm stepping out October 14th. I'm doing GLCW in um, Wisconsin, Glory Pro in Chicago on the 15th. Um, then I'm coming back here. We've got NWA as a pay-per-view at the end of the month. Um, tapings in Nashville on the 4th. Um, OVW every week. Huge pay-per-view October 21st. That is my 30th birthday. So a huge, huge day for me. Right on. Um, wow. And yeah, very special day. It's very um, cool that it gets to happen to OVW ring on a pay-per-view. And yeah, man. Uh, we did have one last question kind of about uh, the... Ohio Valley Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Jack Vaughn. It seems like he has kind of attached himself a little bit to the Overman, but he's not. A, he he gets in on your guys' beatdowns, but he's not a part of the Overman. What is your guys' association with him at any? Just uh, friend, friends of my enemies, my enemies, my friend, or it, exactly? I think that um, our interests align at the moment, and you know we're very calculated in what we do, and we're open to working with anybody that well, you know, has similar interests to us, and Jack Vaughn does because they're trying to group up on Jack Vaughn the same way they are as us. They can't do anything on their own. Clearly, they have to um, join forces. So Jack, you know, he needs a little help from the Overman, so he's going to get that. Um, you mind to plug your social medias, sir? Yeah, so um, social medias, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Certified Luke Curtis. That's all one word. Twitter at Certified Luke K, all one word. Um, you can follow me on YouTube. I post all my matches on there. I try to post some other fun stuff. Um, uh, uh, I'm on Cameo now. Request a Cameo. This is one of the only ways you can get certified. Drop your name, and if you're worthy, I'll give you your very own certification. Way better than an 8 by 10 way better than an autograph. You'll have it personalized. It'll be yours forever. And, um, yeah, man, so just keep following the journey. Those are the best ways to follow me. And like I said, I have those upcoming shows. I'll be October 14th. I'll be at GLCW in Wisconsin. I'll be at Glory Pro the 15th in Illinois. And... Um, OVW every week so tickets are selling out fast so get tickets now people are getting them for the month and you're going to be seeing a lot a lot of certified people.
Fish Button Curtis, thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys.